I'm not a ranger yet, but I will be uh, in, the, in the future. Once a ranger, always a ranger. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Once a Ranger. This week, we're doing a special break episode, and we're watching the 2017 Power Rangers movie. As mentioned in our last episode, we thought this was a perfect time to do that because we just got introduced to Tommy, and this movie is encompassing everything before then. Mm-hmm. And what we are very, very excited to hear is Akil, who has never seen it before, because we're three. We love this movie. <laughs> Me, Nub, and Nick love this movie so um let's start off akil yeah. what oh, are your no. feelings oh no <laughs> you guys are not gonna like what i have oh, to say. No. No. <laughs> all right everybody podcast over we're kicking him off <laughs> uh you guys can catch me on my other podcast local chai where i can't get kicked off uh, <laughs> so um my my overall thought for this movie was it was written to be a Power Rangers movie and that was fantastic but it was acted and filmed and like post-production and effects and everything to not be a Power Rangers movie and Mm -hmm. to just be a generic 2010s action movie that's like grey and dusty and sad yeah I, I can agree to that. I can yeah. understand that. Yeah. That that is the reason why I like it. Ironically, it's it's like at the beginning of like or not the beginning, but it's 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 just yeah. part of that pile of like action films that are trying mm-hmm. to be like really dark and deep, and it's like mm-hmm. yeah, they they throw a couple jokes at Michael Bay too because it's very yeah. much like early Transformers films mm-hmm. kind of vibe. This um, one, Transformers 2017's The Mummy like Thor the Dark World, they all sort of blend together because <laughs> yeah. of the style. Maybe that's why it failed in the box office. Um, I'm sure I'm sure that's why. I think like the writing, the writing was perfect for Power Rangers, but like the whole aesthetic of the movie was very just bland, I guess. Hmm. It needed more color. That's fair. I can understand I think it that. Was, yeah, it was the DCification of superheroes. Yeah. Um, I think in terms of the color scheme, I can I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. Except, Rita's very colorful. Like her green. Yeah, I her green. Elizabeth Banks and and Rita in general was like the one thing that stayed true, the most true to Power Rangers. Oh yeah. And yeah. then Goldar oh, kind of because uh, Billy was very authentically Billy, I, and so was really, Jason. Jason okay. and Billy, I think, were really on par. And I also think Kimberly was, because I always believed Kimberly was a mean girl. <laughs> <laughs> we have discussed this at length. So. <laughs> yeah. The so, changes were to, like, Trini and Zach. Yeah. Um, but I like those changes. I felt like their changes were, yeah. I mean, like, undefinable. Zach was still, like, it was different, but he was still, uh, I've always viewed Zach as kind yeah. of, like, he likes attention. So mm-hmm. Zach in this way, even though he wasn't, he was way more of a, I don't even want to call him a bad boy, but he was just very, a lot of attitude and very rebellious, but he still was like always craving that attention. always making remarks and trying to like mm-hmm. just get people to notice him kind of thing. So I felt like yeah. Yeah. there was a lot of spirit of the original characters that still fit, even if they weren't yeah. Exactly like exactly copies. like them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I agree. Like, um, except for maybe Trini, who I think is the heart of the original Power Ranger series. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand why they changed her because um, they don't know each other. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that's really important when you're looking into why these characters are the way they are, as opposed to how the MMPR original series is. They don't mm-hmm. know each other. And yeah. immediately, um, so as a bias, I love Letty Lynn, right? Like mm-hmm. the actor oh, who played yeah, Zach. Yeah, yeah. I, I so, so good. And I think that, like, you know, he doesn't care if the movie is going to be bad. He just is in it because he loves it. And you can tell, right? Like, yeah. same with Mortal yeah. Kombat. He, he knew what he was getting into. So. <laughs> And then we also have Princess Jasmine, um, yes. and then we also have I love Naomi the straight. Yeah, Naomi Scott. Scott. Yes. She's great. Obsessed with Naomi Scott. <laughs> Jason, who is in Stranger Things, like these are in Stranger Things. That's very good. I like. Yeah. <laughs> RJ is also RJ probably has the most like success, I guess, of of the mm-hmm. four. He's in uh, The Harder They Fall, and he's in a lot of other projects. Um, and I, uh, I I watched the director's commentary for this and. Uh, the director, Dean Israelite, was even saying, like, RJ was in line for a couple other projects, so he kind of had to convince him to get him to, like, take this project over the other ones. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, RJ is very, was, I don't know, they all have a lot of success, though. But, like, just, that's what's also wild, is all these actors either were already successful or then like post the movie they still had a lot more success yeah and that kind of breaks my heart that this movie didn't do well because i think that you can tell everyone loved pirate ranger especially um i think uh ryan cranston is what's his name brian cranston brian cranston sorry i wanted to say billy and i was like no that's wrong he's named (laughs) after him um (laughs) <laughs> but he is in the original Power Rangers. He's a voice actor in the original yeah. Power Rangers. Oh, um, he loves Power Rangers. So the fact that he came to be Zordon was so amazing. And yeah. I think he, I think all of them really wanted this movie to succeed. Um, and one of the criticisms, and I mentioned this as a thing I like about it. <laughs> I don't think every criticism like that was the best, um, was that it was a really long Krispy Kreme ad. And I love that. Like, I literally love that the center of all power in the universe was just out of Krispy Kreme. I remember when they did the advertising for this movie, Krispy Kreme had a bunch of Power Ranger donuts and whatnot. You um, know how many times I went to Krispy Kreme's <laughs> in that month? I went so many times. I didn't have any Krispy Kreme definitely recouped that investment. Um, yeah. Oh, man. What? I just remember you guys are in the States, Minhas is in Toronto. Y'all have crispy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't really have one near me though. I don't have one near me. Um, you don't need to cross international borders to get to one though. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, or the whole country. <laughs> I might have to cross state lines though, because I don't know if they're yeah. or in, like in, go in to the, the city. In the West Coast, like Krispy Kremes is much more apparent, and they mm. like strategically place them like mm. right off freeways, I mm. metro area. Like it was. Damn. My my wife and I would drive to Disneyland, and anyone who's familiar with like the LA area take the 91 all the way down um mm-hmm. the 91 ends at like uh tour going west and there's just like Krispy Kremes right there yeah so my wife and I we had passes at the time so every Wednesday when we went when the Power Rangers movie was was out we would I would get that Krispy Kreme nice. deal with I think it was just five donuts and they just had little lightning bolts on them yeah that's <laughs> amazing it was very sugary that's I felt awesome. like I was gonna die each time <laughs> Mm-hmm. But I was there. Like, I was there. I was there for it. Um, so good. Uh, and I also had to go out of my way to get them because I think I was still living with my parents at the time. Um, and we have a, we have like a couple. I think we have like five within the city. Um, but they were all far from me. Now they're close to me. But uh, yeah. So I, that was 
Sorry, go ahead. I want to say, though, I I heard that criticism so much, and I completely disagree. Like, it's obviously product placement, but it's Mm -hmm. really not in the story as much as people cried about it being no like, you're right it's so it was in it for like yeah. one arc yeah basically. like yeah. it was it was mentioned when billy discovered it and then later mm-hmm. on you know there's the joke when they're tied up and then rita is just eating a donut like that's literally yeah. it's no more than like two minutes of screen or energy and it's it's wild because like people made it se- seem like it was all over the movie with their with yeah. their uh, critique of it, their criticism of it. And I was like, it's really not that big a deal. Yeah. And what I do <laughs> like is um, the director he was talking about, they were trying to figure out where do they put the Zeo crystals? Like, where are we going to put them? You know, and then uh, the writer, uh, John, I forgot his last name, but he apparently jokingly was like, oh, just like put them under the golden arches, you know, like McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Dean was like, that's actually not a bad idea. Like, what if we just put it... Because, like, instead of it being in a quarry where, like, all of Power Rangers takes place, (laughs) just put it, like, in, you know, cities, civilization, grew over it. And so it just happens to be under this very popular, you know, establishment. And that's how people also navigate in cities and towns, right? Like, oh, yeah, you take a right at the Krispy Kreme and you're... Like, it's just... I don't know, it worked for me. It worked yeah. for me too. Like I said, that crit- criticism was one of the reasons I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was a scene where Rita like sees a cup and she's like the Krispy Kreme, and it's my favorite <laughs> line. And it's like one of my favorite things because it's so- she's just an alien, right? She doesn't yeah. know what a Krispy yeah. Kreme is. She goes yeah. in and then she sees a donut and she eats it. Like yeah. it's such an alien experience. And I'm yeah. like, this is exactly what it's like when she interrogates <laughs> Billy. Sorry? Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say it's the same thing she did at the jewelry store. She just didn't know what yeah, it was. Yeah, she just like, what is this? Eating stuff. But, but yeah, when she interrogated Billy and he was just like, it's at a Krispy Kreme. And she's like, this is a really important establishment. Isn't that it? just like exactly what you're saying. Like, she doesn't yeah. know what the hell a Krispy Kreme it's is. It's pretty good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's also just a ridiculous product placement. Like, if we look at Transformers got a lot of flack for this around the same time. Mm-hmm. But like in Transformers, it's like crash into a truck of Bud Light and then drink the Bud Light so you can fight robots. And it's like they they take themselves too seriously. Mountain Dew did the same thing. But this right. is just like, oh, the secret to life in the universe is in a Krispy Kreme. Like it's so ridiculous, yeah. and that's what makes it good. That is yeah, what makes it so seriously. Like campiness, you know, like yeah. rewatching the series and then watching the movie. It's like mm-hmm. this. Is, I don't know what people were complaining about if you were like. Mm-hmm a big Power Rangers fan. I was like, like the whole show is kind of zany and ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. Most of the time. So it's like, okay, you go into this movie and there are just things in this movie that are just like completely insane. And you're like, but like these guys are acting their heart out. They're really, they're really (laughs) trying to make me believe. I'm like, I'm about it. This is, I believe it because watching the original series again and then again, watching this movie, it's like, okay, yeah, this isn't like as crazy as I Mm -hmm. remember it was. I didn't yeah. watch it four times in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just thought like the fatigue was on my head. And I was like, yeah, this isn't that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what's funny though, Nick? Because I also watched it in theaters and I felt personally responsible for its failure. Same. Yeah. So it was like, Same. I was like, I love this movie. I went four times yeah. and then it failed. And I was like, what did I do? Dude, I, <laughs> one of my best friends is also a huge Power Rangers fan. 
we both saw it together opening night, you know, and then mm-hmm. I saw it again. And then when the Blu-ray came out, we both went and bought the Blu-ray together. We're, we're going to support this movie and we're going to make mm-hmm. it happen. We're going to make a sequel happen. <laughs> My $20 are going to be the cause of the sequel. I don't care. <laughs> I did a lot of googling after because I, you know, you guys know I get really upset every time I watch it that there isn't a sequel because mm-hmm. I love these characters. I yeah. they won me over immediately. Um, I yeah. love the original Jason and Jason and this Jason. Just all these characters seem like refined versions of mm-hmm. what the original Power Rangers were. Even Zordon, like we always talk about how Zordon's kind of like a bad yeah. mentor. Yeah, <laughs> here he really exemplifies. Yeah, he's the he worst. But he also has. It's not much of an arc, but he does have something, some character work, right? Whereas, like, Mm -hmm. the other Zordon was this sage, you know, wise mentor or portrayed as such. And it's just, like, nothing happens with him. Like, he just is there. (laughs) Whereas, like, this Zordon had his own mini arc to go through. Yes, it wasn't much, Mm. but, like, still it was the fact that he was, like, nah, I'm going to take over. Screw this. Like, I was just like, whoa, okay, that's not the Zordon I know. (laughs) Excuse you. (laughs) But we can uh, we can see the flaws in this Zordon more so than we can see them in the show, and we can see yeah. why they're happening. So that the the one great thing that I like about this movie, having been just introduced to the show this year, um, <laughs> is that it explained a lot of things that were not explained in the show. Right. So like Zordon being one of yeah. them. The um, opening. Why the Zords are dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. That one explains yeah. why everything happens in a weird quarry. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's explained in this one. Um, I don't like that they changed Angel Grove. There's no youth center. Mm. There, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. So the thing <laughs> that got taken out was yeah. like the youth center. There was no like mm-hmm. hub where like they went to go hang out. There was no bulk and skull. I know that that yeah. was like yeah. a. I remember like watching it and I was like, is that bully supposed to be? but this guy isn't likable ever like this guy is not actually a a person like he's such a one-dimensional thing that exists there was like a catalyst to like engage the characters during detention yeah Um, but there's no time yeah the movie isn't about yeah it's like you're learning about these characters for the first time they would have literally just been fan service honestly it would just be like oh bubble skull and then they'd probably never get shown again so it would have been like, yeah, would there be a point yeah. to it? Because they spend, other than those that first like twenty minutes, they spend no time at school really. So like there would be mm-hmm. no interaction with those any character there, you know. So I was I didn't even think about it until like this rewatch because I was like, oh yeah, there's no ball and skull. Oh well, like I don't know, it didn't affect yeah. me. Yeah, it didn't really affect me either. I did want to make note about Kimberly though because um, we all know I think she's a mean girl, whatever, whatever. Here she acknowledges she's a mean girl. Okay, in the beginning, um, she like the girls are in the washroom and they're mean to her, and you're supposed to feel bad. But then you find out later it was Kimberly who sucked. Mm-hmm. And then yes. at the end, <laughs> then at the end, she like like butchers their car, and she's like, "That's what you get." I'm like, "Am I supposed to be on your side?" Like, yeah, you're I, mean to them. I, so like all of all of the Rangers have like have arcs that are understandable, and I'm like, "Oh, like this kind of explains the way that you are," and like. Uh, my favorite scene is the fire pit scene, right? Because, yes. yes. like, you know, Zach shares, and then Jason's kind of like, ah, you guys know who I am. You know, like, they're kind of like, mm-hmm. they share and not share at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they're all, like, pouring their heart outs, right? And then Kim really is like, no, I don't want to share. And it's yeah. like, you find out what it is, and you're like, 
Billy's dad is dead. I don't know. <laughs> like, just, like Zach's, Zach's mom is dying. Yeah. I guess your problem's kind of a problem, but yeah. as Thomas said, really, the world doesn't revolve around revolve you. Around you. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, but like that's classic Kimberly as well. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I agree, but it's also you know I think remembering that they are teenagers, so at the end that, of the day, I these, was like, yeah, these yeah. situations are you know real for them right and like i liked though that it wasn't she was a victim of cyber it's a it's a risky move to make one of your protagonists a cyber bully or a cyber bully yes. yeah like yeah. it's pretty to think like oh this is someone we're supposed to root for like you're saying Minhas is like so i thought that was really bold of them to instead of make her like oh i got cyber bullied she was like i did this terrible thing and like I think yeah. the fact that she reconciles with herself and the fact that she did it is what is supposed to get us to feel a bit more empathy for her and like it's also clearly like I think again all these little things set up or are proof that Dean the director had this plan for more mm -hmm. movies so he's gonna explore them way more than he got to in just this one movie because I think we would have seen more of definitely more of um, Trini especially because she was probably the least developed you um, mean Dee Dee? I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like... You want to read it? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, to no. The point of, I totally agree with you. Asterix, why was she still mean to them at the end? I don't know. That I feel is like... the thing. Like, everything else, I'm like, you know what? This is great. But the, mm. like, she's like, that's what you get. They don't... Why do they get that? Because they cut you off the cheerleading squad for something you did? Yeah, I mean... Like, they were... In, I don't know. Like, they were just like... They, they, they'd make, like, comments to her. And they'd make her feel bad. It's like, I don't know. What you did was pretty, pretty gnarly. I know. I think sure. this, <laughs> right? Oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. she's... Yeah, like... It got her dad involved. Like leaking yes. news is no joke, right? Yeah, like at the end of the day, out. I would think that's the word. Like there's none of what these girls said even comes close to what Kimberly did. Kimberly did. Sure. Yeah. So, and it's warranted. Like I'm not saying you should bully your bullies, but I understand why they acted that way. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, they are teenagers. Teenagers. Like, yeah. There's some other behaviors. I was like, oh, that seems kind of like attention seeking it's like but they're teenagers right like right. that's the whole point that's the whole point of jason's character when he does like the whole prank in the beginning it's like mm -hmm. he wants attention from his father mm -hmm. he has this weird like approval thing that he's trying to get over with his dad and it's like he is like a leader but i also feel like he he's he has this like drive to prove his dad wrong the entire time you know mm -hmm. uh, they are teenagers and i feel like those teenage arcs really are, mm -hmm. are worked really well within this movie yeah, um, it's just it really is just like I don't know. That was yeah. <laughs> it, it was it was a weird mean. thing. I still mm -hmm. love her. Like I, I all of these characters, I I fell in love with them pretty much immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't I don't see why people have issues with them. I think in their heart of hearts, they're they are the Rangers, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I think yeah. I really like so Jason, as you were saying, is is a leader, even though he's kind of like. Uh, a degenerate in some yes. some ways immediately with billy we see that right mm -hmm. uh he he stops billy from getting bullied and from that moment on so the reason why i say akil this billy is exactly like uh mmpr billy is because he still has like that nerdy-esque i'm not a fighter uh but becomes a fighter character but they're in the show billy and billy looks to jason a lot and jason all, always pulls him into his strengths and we see that in this as well so they don't even know each other 
he Jason saves Billy, and then Billy is immediately like, we're friends now, and this is the stuff we're going to go on. Throughout the movie, he doesn't talk talk to everyone else the same way he talks to Jason. Any Anytime something happens, he's like, Jason, this thing is happening. Jason, this thing is happening. Jason, this thing is happening. And I really like that because it really shows um, the kind of relationship. And the fact that they made... Very neurodivergent as well. I think again, it's like one of those things where they refine the characters, yeah. uh, really, just to bring bring them out to the best versions that they could be. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I mean, the yeah. again with the director commentary, the writer was even saying he he specifically wanted to like have these situations and these uh, you know things going on in their life that were applicable to 2017, right? And so you know, cyberbullying. And then your sexuality and like these things that are way more within the cultural zeitgeist being discussed mm-hmm. more. Obviously, these things have always existed, but just like well, cyberbullying. But you know what I mean, right? So, yeah. <laughs> um, he was like very um, same thing with Billy, and like he was very passionate about wanting to have those elements to these characters to make them fit the current, you know, mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah. yeah, you were gonna say and something actually. Like no, that's why I think this Billy was way, way better than Mighty Morphin Billy. I feel like I'm still going to rag on Mighty Morphin <laughs> Billy. Oh, no, I was like, I was smiling because I was like, plus he did say, you know, techno babble that didn't make any sense. Techno babble. Yeah. <laughs> the alpha did. I feel like this Billy was way more authentic to himself. Mm-hmm. And that came out into his character. And I think, like, that's the reason that he morphed first. Whereas... Right. I feel like the the TV show Billy just isn't I don't know if it's the writing or if it's if it's on purpose but I feel like he isn't as genuine as this Billy is and he has a lot of walls put up and maybe that's why that there's the techno babble whereas this Billy seems a lot more authentic and therefore a lot more relatable whether you're neurodivergent or not right right mm-hmm. I think whereas, I think well yeah. Akil's only experienced like the first what half even, yeah. Not even the whole half. Not even the whole yeah. half of the first movie. <laughs> All of Billy's you guys there. love Billy from Mighty Morphin. <laughs> yeah. so I'm assuming he gets better. <laughs> Billy's there until what? Turbo. That's Zio. Uh, Zio. All the way out. I'm about to yeah. say zero. So okay. it's like he's there for a long time. Yeah. To, like, yeah. It's, it's like four or five years. Yeah. And he's coming yeah. back. So yeah. Yeah. He's, he's coming, coming back. back. Mentioning Zio. <laughs> I want to talk about I want to talk about the beginning because when I first saw this movie in theaters and the opening mm-hmm. scene is in the prehistoric era I was like what movie am I watching because I right. was yeah. so yeah. thrown yeah. off <laughs> I was like and then you see the rangers and the costumes and then Zordon you know demorphs and everything I was like oh we're getting like a proper backstory to Zordon and Rita like mm-hmm. as as we've mentioned like it's been hinted at and kind of touched upon in the show but this movie really like solidified what their relationship is, you know, whether it's canon or not in the greater universe, who cares? Like they established this lore that Rita was a ranger and she decided to become evil. And that's why she has the green power coin. And then also they established that Zordon caused the death of the dinosaurs. (laughs) (laughs) Send down the media. (laughs) Zordon caused the extinction. Annihilate the entire species on Earth. Sure, why not? Okay, what what is everybody's thoughts of Alpha? Because I love. Okay, Uh I I don't know if I'm in the in the minority here. I liked Alpha. I Um, thought he was. uh, He was definitely. 
a character choice, excuse me. But if you look at each of the character choices that they did in terms of like Goldar, in terms of Alpha, in terms of the actual Zords, I think the aesthetics all work, right? Like right, he, yeah. he, he, again, a refined version of what the show Alpha would still be. Like he's just as um, quirky, like he's just as like excited about the youths, um, but he's still like smart um, and he does the ay 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 and all that stuff, mm -hmm. but it doesn't feel out of place. Um, another criticism is people didn't like Goldar's look either, but I'm like, no, it, it makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> He's right, a good right. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know I can hear faces like, this is gross. But like... No, I, I agree, kind of. I think with all the design choices of the Zords and Alpha and Goldar and the suits and like the general aesthetic of thing, it all works together. That doesn't mean that I like it. That's true. The That's Alpha fair. looks gross. But they, I also they, think Goldar looks gross. Interesting. I, I think that the suits I, look gross. I like the mechanic of the writing where it works mm -hmm. that like she's like gold is like the source of her power to make Goldar, mm -hmm. right? Because that makes sense. Because then if she's the Green Ranger, she has the gold guard thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, I see the vision of the yes. future, yeah. right? You see the vision of the future. Mm -hmm. You just never get it. So yeah. it's mm -hmm. it's really like like storytelling wise, it makes a lot of sense. But then when like you get Goldar, Goldar is probably one of my my favorite execution of this movie. Even though it does make sense, I just like mm -hmm. okay, yeah, we have like the physical rendition of Goldar. But I'm like the, the things I love about Goldar. This isn't that Goldar. This isn't the no. Uh, yeah, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> sucks. He's useless in he's useless in the show. That's the thing. That's the thing. That's the reason I came to like be okay with like I didn't love it the first time I saw I was like oh that's how they're using Goldor because I'm just so accustomed to him being you know the henchman the head the right hand right. man of, of Rita but then I also thought about I was like yeah he kind of does nothing in the show though like yeah, <laughs> as yeah. we've seen in just like the 20 episodes we've watched he always <laughs> runs away because <laughs> I don't know why so it's like okay if you're gonna use him you make him you know the the, the final boss in a way for and yeah. like so I but I understand the idea of like you get it, but it just doesn't work for you. That makes sense too. I just yeah, it it, yeah. it eventually worked for me, especially with the like the sim symbioteness. That's not a word, but the <laughs> the way him oh. and and Rita like yes just interact and, together it's very and like, also yeah also the way the putties right the elements are like hmm. created in the same way though you two Nick and uh, no, tell me what you thought of Alpha. Um, I oh, didn't, yeah. we didn't get together. Um, I mean. Alpha served his purpose, I think, you know? I think, I just, I, 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 um, I, I felt like he, he, he was funny, like, the second time, like, the, the one I saw it this time, I was like, oh, he's pretty, like, enjoyable mm -hmm. to have there, um, but I think it kind of masked with the whole, like, campiness of everything else, right? Like, how he feels just makes me feel like, it's not the same alpha but or it's the exact same alpha mm. but everything else is different you know and mm. like i don't know if that sort of works for me as much because like he is just kind of like this zany character like i i don't understand why he's not just like a voice in the wall but then like zordon's also a voice in the wall so it's like mm -hmm. okay you can't have two voices in the wall <laughs> um but he, he, I mean, yeah. he served his purpose it was, it was like, it wasn't didn't distract it didn't take me out but it's like mm -hmm. okay yeah Hmm. No, I I liked Alpha. I really enjoyed <laughs> Alpha. I mean, yeah. 
I, I, I think really what sells me, every time I see this moment, I, we're skipping, I guess we're not really trying to go chronologically. No, anyway, so it doesn't matter. It's fine. So <laughs> when, if you haven't seen this movie, spoiler, when Billy dies, which, bold move by the movie, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> like, Straight up. Even, again, in the commentary, they were like, they went to, to Haim Saban and were like, yeah, we want to kill Billy. <laughs> and he was like, ah, uh, excuse me? <laughs> like, you know, so they had to like really explain the pitch in the cell and everything like that. Because it's a bold thing to kill a ranger, you know? Um, but when they bring Billy's body back into the command center and you just, it's its so subtle, it's so small, but you they cut to Alpha and he just says, Master Billy in a really like sullen way. I don't know, mm-hmm. I just, that for me is just like, and like even during the training montage, you see like the connection he kind of has with Billy more than anybody else. And that was really mm-hmm. what endeared me to Alpha. Because I think Billy, you know, like we were saying, Trini in the original MMPR is like the heart, but like in this it's Billy. And Billy's yes, that connecting yeah. thread that like gets everybody, you know, together. And so like even him building that, that relationship with uh, Alpha building that relationship with Billy, I was just like, yeah, what, what more could you want? Like they show him specifically training with Billy. The, I don't think mm-hmm. anybody else really trains with Alpha, you know, in terms of combat and stuff like that. And then, yeah, all these, like, moments, like, they're trying to figure out the Zeo Crystal location and all this stuff. Uh, so just, and I like the sarcasm, and he's kind of, like, you know, he's more quippy than MMPR Alpha. MMPR Alpha was kind of, like, he had these one-liners that are meant to be funny, but, mm-hmm. like, Alpha in this movie gave more of an attitude to the Rangers, and I kind of just appreciated yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, he felt like an actual character. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I, I think it's okay that he was campy because nothing else was right like you need mm. you need something that's kind of like i guess comedic relief almost but he did feel like it's his own character and whatnot mm. um so and then going back to like the whole aesthetics akil you're saying about the zords and they do make a transformers uh joke with the yeah. zords but there's a there's a couple of things i really liked about these new zords one okay. um they jack in physically into their nervous yes, system i right? like that yeah we don't like this it's very good too they learn how to they're learning as they go with the zord it's not yeah. as intuitive um so the megazord i don't know how to do this i like that that yeah. gag was so good by the way the trip like they formed the uh, megazord and then they just fall on their face i was so good and it's funny because then they realize oh i'm the leg i'm the yeah. leg i'm the arm right so it's like wait we have to be more unified yeah. then um and it's funny because they're like oh jason did you punch the person slap rita but he didn't he's the head right yeah, like <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. which is like okay that ending is insane like yeah. slap rita into the sky and like I remember watching that movie the first time. I was like, "Well, how else is she supposed to get to the moon?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought too. Hunted into the moon again. Yeah. Was like, that was literally the conundrum. They're like, "Okay, we want to get her in that shot so they can show the moon and kind of like foreshadow like she'll either end up on the moon or something." But like, how do we get her there? And someone yeah. said, "Just smack her there." I don't know. And then they're like, "Yeah, yeah let's do that." <laughs> it was so this funny. Movie is so good. Go ahead. <laughs> Like they were like, give us your coin and your staff, and she's like, no. And then they backhander. Yeah, she and lunges, like, <laughs> and they're like, we did it, guys. I was like, yes, didn't get the coin or the staff. Matches <laughs> just somewhere else. <laughs> Well, this coin and staff were on Earth somewhere, right? She, when she got punted, they fell, which is how we know that, like, that was meant to set up to Tommy because we saw yeah. that end scene where Tommy's coming. So the the coin is somewhere on Earth. 
they just don't know where. Another thing I liked about the Zord, uh, so the transformation from the Zord to the Megazord is one of my favorite things. I know, a lot, again, a lot of people didn't like that. So they're physically getting crushed into each other. They fall into the Zeo Crystal. And this is something that is so subtle, but so amazing that they were in the beginning, they're like, the Zords take form as a primary being on Earth at the time it was dinosaurs, and now it's humans. And the Zord comes out and is a human because that is the primary being on Earth. Hmm. I think it insinuates that they can't unzord. Um, I don't know how they were going to do that in the future because now right. this is it, the Megazord, yeah. that's it. Right. But um, I really like that sequence, just watching them physically physically get crushed, put into the Zeo Crystal, and come out as the Megazord, the right. Mama Zord, as Billy uh, says. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's <laughs> wild that they every everything they did in the movie was like earned, right? So them getting mm. them morphing was earned. The entire movie is about them. And and they earn it by getting to know each other and recognizing their their value as individuals, but also as a unit. And then mm -hmm. even the Megazord becoming a thing was earned, right? They're holding mm -hmm. the line. They're like, okay, we're just gonna we die, we die here. And like their their courage, their bravery, their willingness to sacrifice themselves is what earned them the ability to become a Megazord. Like it's just. I think uh, it's so well done. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. The one, the one criticism I hate hearing about this movie, and th I, I feel like it started this. This movie started this trend, where like I would see headlines. It was like the Power Rangers only morph for 15 minutes at the end of the movie. Yeah. And I remember hearing that. And I was like, they did the same thing in the original movie. They did the same thing in Turbo. Why is right. it any different here? I remember the Godzilla one was probably the biggest one. They're like, Godzilla's only for an 11 minutes for Godzilla. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, mm. so? Like, what's oh, the, yeah. the, the Jurassic Park was, what, seven and a half minutes of yeah, dinosaurs? Exactly. It's like, <laughs> it's fine. I'm actually really... Like it's awful, you know? But it's not. Like, the whole mm -hmm. point of them morphing was, like, character growth. Right. It's a mm -hmm. very character-driven story. Mm -hmm. So I, every time someone's like, oh, we didn't even morph for that long. It's like... If you if you were to like divide the math of an episode of Power Rangers, it's the same amount of percentage. Like yeah. they don't morph right. until like the last like seven minutes, minutes yeah. seven minutes, yeah. and then maybe it's like it, 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 we're getting to the formula now. Where we're in our rewatch, where like it's becoming formulaic, right? Mm -hmm. Human problem, monster problem, transform, big robot fight, human resolution. Like it's yeah, it's, yeah. it gets it gets there, and it's like that's what the movie was. There's a human mm -hmm. problem. Monster problem, giant robot fight. It's over. Like yeah. that's that's. Mm -hmm. ah, man, that that's the other thing. Cause I same thing. I hate that criticism because I'm like, okay, well, what did you want? Did you want them to morph right in the beginning, get beaten by Rita, and then somehow find a way to beat her in the end? Because that's literally every other superhero film. Every other yeah. superhero film is like get powers, can't stand up to the villain at first, and then find a way at the end. Like that's literally mm -hmm. how the. So in th instead, they were like, "Oh no, we're gonna have you work on yourselves, focus on you as people and as a group, and then you eventually get to face the the villain at once." And I was like, mm -hmm. "That's actually really like it's different, and it worked. And to me, it worked really well to just give us this mm -hmm. like story that uh, there's this YouTuber. His uh, his name's called the Disney Brain." And he talks a lot about Power Rangers. And something he says that's always stuck with me is the Power Rangers are people first. And I'm yes. like, that is 100% true. And the reason we fall in love with these characters is because of who they are, not just because they get into these costumes and do these cool, you know, fights. It's because of who they are. So I'm like, mm -hmm. they gave you an hour and a half of who they are. You got to know these characters. Like, 
I feel like I could hang out with Billy and we'd have a great time because I got to know mm. him well enough through the, that time. So mm-hmm. yeah, I hate that criticism too. Yeah, and you have to you have to love these characters the same way you love the original characters in the show. But the show gives you a longer time to get accustomed to them. Yeah, right. Like I I love these guys. I love these guys. I'm very sad I'm not going to ever see them again. Like, I miss mm, them already. I know. Um, yeah. So I think it's just important to get to know them. Again, which is why that fireside scene is so important. Um, mm. Especially with Zach yeah. uh, being like, I don't know if I have anybody else if my mom dies. And then Billy goes, I don't miss my dad anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It's like the same sentiment on two different sides of the same coin. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Can we talk about that scene? Because it is, I think most people's favorite scene is my favorite scene. Like, Mm. I can watch just that scene a thousand times. I want to start with Trini, because, like, I feel like we have to talk about Trini too much. Um, Trini in that scene is, like, my favorite thing, because Mm -hmm. her monologue about whether or not they're, like, Power Rangers or their their friends Mm -hmm. has something that has always, like, changed my perspective about the Power Rangers series as a whole. Because it's mm-hmm. like, you know, most Power Rangers series, like, oh, we're all friends, you know? Very rarely they start off as, like, uh, like adversarial or something like that. But, like, by episode, like, four or five, like, it's like, okay, yeah, we're a team. Like, whatever. Yeah. Um, but in that moment, you, she's, like, questioning, like, their relationship, all of their relationships with each other. And, like, mm-hmm. really explaining, like, how she views the world, right? And, like, her set of problems. And, like... Trini in the movie is kind of like canonically queer, but there's more to her thought process and how she interprets like her relationship with her family that I feel is very like cultural. Mm-hmm. Um, that feels very like, um, cause like when I was growing up, my dad was very much like assimilate, you know, like you mm-hmm. have to be normal, mm-hmm. be normal. Is, is, is her brother twins? Does she have twins? They're brothers? supposed to be, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To be, like, you know, like in that whole dynamic of like, like you're looking at her family, like on the surface, I was like, you have twins and you want to be like a normal family. Like, I'm not saying like you can't be a normal family with twins, but it's like you, you your, your family is unique, you know? And mm-hmm. it's like you have this family dynamic that is like trying to force you to be quote unquote normal. It goes beyond that, I think, like just like the queer identity. Like, there's a cultural identity there that she's trying to like figure out. And I always feel like that resonates like with how she interprets her relationship with everybody else, you know, because mm-hmm. she's the only one that's left questioning, like, I don't know if we're friends. You know, yeah. and I think that carries on all the way to the end of the movie. I think there's there was an also interesting moment, and maybe I'm reading too much into this, but I think Trini might have been saying they were non-binary, but I'm not sure because there was a moment where um, she says they say that um, my parents like to put labels on everything, mm. and I thought that was a really interesting view thing to say. But then it's kind of flipped again at the end where. Where they're like, oh, how do you know the Yellow Rangers is a boy? Uh, it could be a girl, insinuating that she thinks herself as a girl. But I think that also was a catch twenty two, like the little like nudge nudge. Hey, remember the original Yellow Ranger was yes, supposed yeah, to be a boy yeah, and it was yeah, a girl. Yeah. Um, but it was yeah, it was just the wording of that sentence I thought was really interesting. Wait, that- did she say it could be a girl? I thought she just said, "How do you know it's a boy?" Oh yeah, she said it. Yeah, she does. Oh, maybe oh, you're right. She might have only she said, "How do you know it's a boy?" Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she questions it, but I don't think she... I, I could be wrong. I don't remember her saying it could be a girl. I think right. you're right. I think she does just say, how do you know it's a boy? Um, right. Yeah. 
Because but both of those would be labels which she doesn't like, right? Right. That's true. But we'll never know now. It's like vagueness. The whole thing with Trini is vagueness, yeah. right? Yeah, she never yeah. really fully open says she's queer. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't she can, acknowledge. She connects the team in a different way, you know, as opposed yeah. to like, the original Trini. Because like the heart of the team kind of moves to Billy. So then mm-hmm. Trini's left to be like kind of the grounded person of like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're all superheroes. Yeah, we're all like, this is like a crazy scenario that we're in right now. Yeah. Um, but also, like, what, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hang out with you at school, you know? Like, mm-hmm. that's that's the reality of the situation. Yeah. And then they cool. do, they do. And then they do. Yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. I, I thought that was really cute, right? They're all hanging out and they're throwing the paper at each other. Let's start a band. Yeah. I love that scene. So, in conjunction to this um, fireplace scene, and it's so deep and it's so uh, moving, and then we have these little scenes where they're just throwing papers at each other, and it's so cute. Mm-hmm. It's it's so beautiful to see their friendship grow that way in a serious way and in a, like just a loving way as well. And I think everyone in detention kind of sees that when Billy the next day after he gets his powers and then immediately Kimberly's just like talking to him and they're like, how do Kimberly and Billy even know each other? Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. yeah. It's, just, it's just like the dynamic has shifted. Yeah, immediately uh, shifted. Yeah. Nav, you were gonna say something with the fire pit scene. Oh, I mean, what is? I, I, there's so much to say. I just I love that scene <laughs> for everything. Like the way it feels very authentic too, right? Like mm-hmm. some people, you know, first of all they throw in a joke, right? Zach, he's just like very like whatever. He goes like, my mom is the best, which I love. I it's just such a <laughs> yes. like just I don't know. It gets me emotional when he does that. Just like even though it comes off very playful, but like he's mm-hmm. clearly expressing it from that place of like you know that that love and then like. Billy with the I love country music. Like, there's just all these, like, little, these smart, easy things that they can do. And then they're like, okay, I'm going to share this, like, real thing about me. Mm-hmm. And I just love that. And then some people hold back. Like, you know, we don't really get anything from Kim and Jason in that moment. But it makes sense that not everybody is going to just, like, divulge their biggest secret to people they're still relatively unfamiliar with. You know, it was a course of 11 days, right? Like, that's how long yeah. Alpha said they yeah. had. So that's not a long time to really get to know people like or be that willing to trust them um so i just i loved it and then the fact that the way it was shot it was just like we were a part of this like like we were sitting there that's how it felt like we were sitting there watching them and like part of the conversation ourselves and i just yeah it's such a good scene it's so it's such a good scene Um, i I love sorry go ahead nick no i was like i killed you have any like thoughts of the fire pit scene uh, nothing that hasn't already been said. I think, like, I, I think the movie took a very bold step in having them not be friends at the beginning, like the show has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, not just the fire pit scene, but you catch these little moments between them of sort of, like, little connections here and there. And then, obviously, the, the fireplace scene is is the culmination of that. So it was, mm-hmm. I think it was very well done. During yeah. the, the training sequence, right? Like you see a little. They have uh, Trini and like uh, Kimberly have like a connection. Just gonna bring um, that up. They're very in sync. Just yes. as an asterisk, they are very in sync. But yes, yes do continue. Um, what was funny though, like during I, I I realized in this last rewatch is like none of them are wearing their associated colors during the training sequence. Mm-hmm. They're all just kind of like because Billy has a yellow headband. Um, mm, but I thought his jacket oh was God. blue though. 
No, I remember watching. I replayed it twice, and I don't remember all the details. But I was like, nobody has their associated colors because I think it was supposed to portray like they're still not there, mm-hmm. but they're trying really mm-hmm. hard, you know? Yeah. Um, but I uh, the biggest relationship that we haven't talked about yet is the Zordon Jason relationship that mm-hmm. is like, I think personifies yeah. his like despise for his father and his, his daddy like, issues. For his daddy <laughs> issues, you know? Daddy issues, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> And like that intense scene before the fire pit scene where Jason goes to talk to Zordon. Yeah. And like I just think it's so funny when, when Jason walks in and Zordon like turns his head and he's like, Oh, you've been here the whole time. Like that's such a that's like I've never gotten so much raw emotion from a wall. You know? like, that's so funny to me. because uh, like Zordon, aren't you part of the ship? Can't you like Maybe he's just in front of the wall and isn't connected anywhere yeah, else, yeah. and that's why he needs Alpha because he didn't know they came on the ship as well. Right, right Alpha right. had to be like grab them and bring them. Anyways, um, go ahead. Yeah. yeah, but like that dynamic is just like I think is really compelling. I, I feel like that was the Zordon like I've always wanted this kind of like asshole who's like willing mm-hmm. to take advantage of these children. You know, it's always been a joke in like the Power Ranger community. It's like he's just child soldiers you know and it's like he really is that guy in this movie he's this child soldier guy um, willing to do literally anything and then um that dynamic he's just sharing with jason like you are the leader i was the leader and jason's like your team is dead for a reason like you didn't do a great job the first time and now it's our turn to do it like differently this time you know yeah and it's good relationship it is such a good relationship paralleling the father as you said and i think the father at the end of the day realizes that it was jason trying to grab his hand um because you know at the scene you see him put a newspaper clipping on the fridge about the power rangers so it's like insinuated Mm -hmm. um another relationship i like a lot is trini and zach Mm -hmm. so in the original like trini and billy were kind of the dynamic duo but trini and zach here they have such a fun little quippy relationship i think um so Jason and Kimberly are like the duo here and then Jason and Billy are also the duo here but for the first time we see Trini and Zach together and I love that because it's clear that there's no romantic implication behind it mm-hmm. but they can be playful with each other in a way that you like it's just more fun you can push the limits of that friendship a little bit more because there's no way there's going to be a romantic relationship between the two um right. so like when they're like when Trini falls on him or whatever and they're just kind of like oh you know could be haha whatever it's like not romantic or sexual at all and it's just like these guys are just fun together and right. you know he calls her crazy girl and they really just kind of have this like love hate relationship with each other and um i think i really like that as well mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i like their like ignitive uh personalities i guess because they're just mm-hmm. so drastically different and it's just like they hate each other but also like i feel like they they have the most interesting um like dynamic like the yeah. funnest dynamic but, yeah yeah, I yeah, mean, for sure. Especially when you introduce them, it's like, "Hey, crazy girl!" Like, homeboy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. He's like, uh, "You mean like standing on the standing on a bunch of rocks doing you know kung fu or whatever?" And he's like, "I see you." And he's oh, like, yeah. yeah. Or that's you my know, Trini's just on a mountain doing I don't know what she's doing, yeah. listening to like heavy metal music. And I was like, "That's a vibe." I'm so she climbs the wall when she has her powers, <laughs> and I'm like. Climbs the wall. This yeah. treaty is not afraid of heights. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's true. Oh, That's the biggest character change. She it's, can climb a wall. <laughs> it's funny. Um, so since you mentioned her introduction, uh, another thing from the commentary was they were all kind of introduced from like behind the head 
and then coming around because like the theme was like unmasking yourself and recognize mm-hmm. discovering who you oh, are so they were all introduced in this way that was kind of like they were not you know fully shown in the beginning and then brought to light um so like yeah i just i don't these like these little details but i like, think yeah cinematography in this movie is really good yeah especially yeah it's it's phenomenal dude the um like the first the opening has the two one shots like right in the beginning like Zoran's yeah. crawling and that's a whole one shot until like Rita comes and then Jason has the the card scene is a one shot as well like it's yes. I was just like where did this come from I'm the so- last of us scene the, the last yeah. of us shot they did it before it was cool <laughs> yeah. this movie should not have been this good no right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so badly it's like the tragedy of power ranger history yeah it just people cared people really cared to make this story and make this film and like that's another element of it that really frustrates me like you can tell no one is not giving their best in this you know movie whether it's in front of the camera or behind the camera like you got brian cranston bill Hader, and elizabeth banks who realistically when they were all announced i was like i cannot believe this movie has these three names on it and like dude elizabeth banks gives so much so the scene where she eats the gold that was her improv she just decided i'm just gonna eat this gold gold, like she just went for it i was like what even that same scene rita yeah Yeah. sorry go ahead that same scene sorry just quickly same scene another improv from her was um when the the police officer comes in and says, like, put your hands up, lady, or something like that. She says, I like the sound of lady. And, like, that was also improv. Like, she was just, like, fully immersed in, in Rita, and I love giving it. Giving it her all. Giving I it her will, all. I will say this movie's controversial still to this day. Because, like, I'm pretty active on Power Ranger and, like, Tokusatsu Twitter. And I've lost people. <laughs> I've, I've lost, like, mutual ships talking about this movie. Uh, because... Like I just disagree with people. Who, who are yeah, like, I've seen people who are like, you know, they post the poster and they talk about it. And I was like, this movie was worth. Like this movie was the reason, like the Power Ranger brand, like was damaged. And I was like, I feel like we're on totally different ends. Yeah. Like, so there's no way we're watching the same movie. It's funny because no the person, way. the person who I went to watch the work, uh, the movie with, felt the same way, and it's just so jarring like i like did we watch did we watch the same movie <laughs> like what are you talking about oh, man i'd lose friendships over this movie but, <laughs> but it, yeah. it's funny because like akil's criticism was that like oh it has that that darker or grittier whatever mm-hmm. like aesthetic and everything but what's funny is people crave that so much mm-hmm. yeah so that's why i'm even more confused because like i personally don't care for it right i felt it worked here because of what they did right they didn't just introduce these five pure angel teenagers in this mm-hmm. dark world right they made them more grounded i guess in a way or just like more more relatable um and so it fit that whole aesthetic of like their personalities and everything because i feel like if you did that where you just took like the the five characters from the show and plop them in this world it would not make sense at all right yeah so i'm like but everybody wants this everybody's like oh yeah like this would be so much better if it was like rated r and stuff like that i'm yeah. like but so i'm confused when like i understand the, the criticism but it, it's just really interesting that a lot of people didn't like it i think partially because of that 
Yeah, no, you're right. Okay, so every single thing before this movie came out, every single fan film, every single fan fiction, oh my it was always Power Rangers but dark. And when I heard that this movie, before it came out, was going to do that, I was so upset. Yeah. I'm like, no, they're falling into this. When I watched it, I'm like, oh, it's not as dark as I thought it would be. Because right. if you watch some of the fan fiction that came out, like fan movies that came that out. That movie. Yeah, yeah, that one movie. I we hate that movie. I hate that movie. <laughs> So it's not on the same level. So why is this something that everyone wanted but are disappointed that that's what they got? Mm-hmm. This is a more realistic, dark Power Ranger right. film than any of the fan fiction that's out there. And I, I, you know me, I'm like the toot toot for the fan fiction, right? Yeah. But... No, I, I, I completely, I don't, I don't want to say anything incriminating to the Power Rangers fan base. Because I mm. feel like I've I've secretly become a villain within that space, <laughs> and I'm just like I don't want to talk to any of you guys because there's very strong opinions that exist yeah. in the Power Rangers fan space, and it's mm-hmm. very it's <laughs> I've gotten into so many arguments, I've gotten into so many squabbles about certain opinions, and I'm just like mm-hmm. everyone's got strong opinions about <laughs> yeah. this movie in particular. Yeah. It's um, so funny because we're clearly on different sides of the fan fiction. I mean, I I watched all the dark stuff, but like all the fan fiction that I've seen, uh, usually is like, and then they sat around and had coffee. No, <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. like, this is the best fan fiction I've ever read. <laughs> um, anyway. Akil, do you have any yeah. other like outlying criticisms or like any notes you had as any, a new I got, viewer? I got so many notes. Okay, we'll give you um, this a bring it on. Yeah, as this Don't discussion is going, I'm realizing that none of my problems with the movie, none of my criticisms are from the Power Ranger-ness of the movie. Mm. Uh-huh. It's all just because this movie is a product of its time. Mm. And like uh-huh. you were saying, like people wanted the dark and gritty, people wanted the R-rated, but it just, it doesn't work with Power Rangers. It doesn't mesh well with what Power Rangers, from the what first half of the first season that yeah. I've seen. You're right. So it so, doesn't mesh, mesh with Power Rangers. And I understand that. I think because yeah. later seasons do get, again, not dark, but have a bit more grounded nature to them. I think yeah. that's why for us who have seen those seasons, we're like, oh, this is kind of like that. You know, like mm-hmm. I would argue it's it's on par with like RPM tone wise, you know. Oh my yeah. God, you're like, right. You know, right. Even Time Force or in space, like there's this gravity, there's this like heaviness to those seasons mm-hmm. um, that like visually it's a little darker but like you know so i yeah. i do wish it was a little brighter at some points um but yeah. but yeah like tone wise yeah. i think it's, it matches some of these other seasons that we've seen so i was just like yeah this is that's why i love in space like it has yeah. that that seriousness mm-hmm. and like again it's not dark and gritty and just like for the sake of being yeah. shock value but it has yeah. like there's they're not as assholey in right. Power Rangers ever. Yeah. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I'm agreeing with what you're saying. Yeah, otherwise. so yeah. it's yeah. Uh, I think that's why for us, maybe that's why we okay. are all looking at it that way. Like I just realized this, by the way. This is an in-moment, like, oh, <laughs> it's kind of like RPM. Like, I just yeah. <laughs> clicked through my brain. One of the reasons my, like, I love Time Force so much is because, like, that's the season I saw with my mom. Mm. And the Aww. reason my mom loves that season is because of the romance between Wes and uh, uh, Wes and, and Captain Jen. And it's oh, like, man. I never got it. And then I rewatched it. I was like, this is just a soap opera. Yeah. <laughs> this is just a soap opera Dude. every episode. The, the trauma I have from that not kiss. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> At least they said I love you to each other, though. At least we got yeah. that much. At least they hugged. But speaking right. of a, a relationship between Red and Pink, I thought oh. it was really interesting 
what we had in this movie because it was pointing to them being romantic, mm-hmm. right? Right. But mm-hmm. thank goodness, because this was again <laughs> noted in the toxic relationship. Yeah. <laughs> But so this was noted in the commentary, right? He said that the test audiences didn't like the kiss because they felt it took away from Kimberly's, like, moment, right? Like, this was her Mm -hmm. moment to be vulnerable and open, and it it kind of, again, she was was in service to a a man kind of thing, right? right? And so I was like... Good on you, test audiences, and good on you, director, for listening. Because, like, right. it works so much better as a friendship. I just yeah. like that everybody is friend. Like, if we want to go that dynamic, if we wanted to go that dynamic in the future with any of them, I would be okay in the future to start exploring it. But I think establishing them as a group of friends first is better than, like, oh, now these two are paired off kind of thing, you know, one way or the other, whether it was, you know, Zach with Trini or whatever like potential yeah. things there could be. I'm glad that it just was like, oh no, they're all friends that just care about each other. And I think that's summed up in in Billy's scene in like his death yeah. and everything yeah. like that and the reaction. Okay, so when you say that, uh, I know when exactly that kiss would have taken place, and that does make me feel a little bit icky. Um, yeah, it was in the trailer. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I don't remember. Oh my god. I have to. I have to look that yeah, up. Yeah. Watch the trailer. It's insane. <laughs> They're about it to kiss like, in the trailer, and then they just don't have that scene, which is. Um, best. That's so interesting. Um, I do ship them, but <laughs> asterisk. It works as a friendship thing in this movie because specifically of the way they made Zach and Trini have that same relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. So because Zach and Trini have the same kind of relationship that. Um, Jason and Kimberly have, you know, like with the googly eyes at each other and stuff. But Zach and Trini's is purely platonic. This can be purely platonic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have to go look up this trailer. It's been so long. Actually, <laughs> when you said that, I like had a flashback of a kiss somewhere. I'm like, yeah. was that in my subconscious? No, it was <laughs> almost my... real. It was filmed. Almost, it just yeah. didn't add if, if it wasn't at that moment, it would be okay. Right, mm. like that is such a vulnerable moment. I think that's why it wouldn't work to put it in that right. moment because it's like, oh, I did this kind of like inappropriate thing with someone's nudes, yeah. and now <laughs> it just yeah. if it happened, I'd be like, oh, you guys are just both yeah. shitty people. Yeah, <laughs> just both yeah. shitty people celebrating a shitty moment. <laughs> it just seems like such a toxic relationship. Yeah, it's like oh my god, like, movie. I'd be, I'd be like. On board. I'd be really I'm excited like, for that kiss, but no. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about my wife for a little bit. But she loves uh, reading uh, Star Wars fan fiction, mm. and the Kylo Ren fan fiction she tells me about constantly. It's just like this moment sounds like on par with like what she's been telling me. She's been reading. <laughs> like, I, I would not want that. And also, just like it's interesting to like think about that dynamic if it moved forward, because like obviously Tommy would have came in. Mm-hmm. And then was that going to be like a love triangle? Oh, or that would have been the worst. It would have yeah. been the worst. It would have been the worst. Would have been so bad, you know? Like, so bad because they are teenagers. Like, there's yeah. parts of teenage life, like dating, yeah, and, like, discovering who you are and stuff like that. It would be so fun to see. It would, I imagine, it'd be so hard to not go that direction in their minds too. Like, if that was already set up, and then you introduce right. Tommy, it, I would, I would, even if I was a writer, I'd be tempted to do it because it's just like right there for the taking. But like, listen. I am a sucker for love triangles, okay? Like, I'm sorry. No, I like them, but I just don't need it in this situation. I just don't need it in this situation. The the character dynamic, though, moving on to, like, a sequel, right? Like, Jason and Tommy would have this, like, power dynamic, Mm -hmm. uh, like, seeing Mm -hmm. who's a leader. And then, like, Kimberly's just a plot device to kind of play between both of them. Like, 
That's and then what are the rest? Like the, it just feels like it would just become that, and like yeah, if, like you don't commit, if you don't do a Twilight thing, like it's like oh she's just kind of there, you know? What I mean? Oh yeah. no, Team Jason commit. or Team Tommy? <laughs> no, I wouldn't like that. But the thing is, the reason that they didn't do a kiss, so now that they had Jason and Tommy come in, if they were going to do a sequel, it would parallel literally what was happening in the show where. Jason and Kimberly were really, really like close in the beginning, yeah. and then Tommy comes, and they're like getting into a romantic relationship. And this yeah. is what exactly would parallel that. Um, I have to go look up this trailer. <laughs> Akil, I have a question. Um, I have because I do really love this scene. Rita's introduction scene, which was like the dream sequence thing. Sorry, I guess it's not her introduction scene, but her introduction to the Rangers. Yes. Um, what do you think about that? Cause I. <laughs> what did you say? It. Hated it. I hated it. <laughs> Why? Why are you getting kicked off the podcast? <laughs> what do you mean? Maybe just defended some people. Defended. <laughs> I gotta hear this. Yes, do continue. Okay, so that that scene I watched right. twice. Uh-huh. Okay, because one, it terrified me the first time, so I didn't. <laughs> I didn't take anything in i didn't absorb it sure and then i watched it a second time and i'm like okay none of this makes sense like (laughs) it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense like one does so i i guess thinking back now like the townspeople were like resembling putties because rita makes putties and like so it's like they're turning into clay maybe i think maybe but also like jason doesn't care about the people around him so why would he be concerned that like the town is is falling apart or it's gonna die or whatever he does care he cares in his heart he cares. in that moment oh, though no but I they also don't know what's lying. going on they, they also, also don't know what's going on yeah. so it's more I of just know. like i just that's a body that just disintegrated what the heck just happened it's scary things. even if you don't care yeah. about people and you see people dying around you like you're that's gonna true. be like I think the community center in the in the show really establishes them caring about the community because they yes. in their show they like they care about the community they do community things mm-hmm. so like the, the, their identity is also in like is part of who they are as characters. Sure. In yeah. the movie, it's like they literally leave town to go train and do whatever. Mm-hmm. They go to high school, but they don't. There's really nothing that like connects them to the city. Sure. So like what when Jason's it? like, we could just dip. Like when she goes to Kimberly, like, oh, we could just leave. It's like okay, yeah, because yeah, I don't know anything about this town. And then like, yeah, J- Jason does like a 180 and is like, as much as I hate this town, we gotta go protect it. And I was like, okay, he's a good guy. I don't know why he cares about the town, but yeah. like at least he cares about. I mean, oh, yeah. it was more of. It was more of if they don't do if I don't do anything, it'll happen like it's gonna eventually happen to them too. Like if she just takes over kind of thing. That's how I interpreted it. Like because yeah. he was like, Well, the earth will be destroyed if I don't do anything. So like the when I look at it and I I could just be reading into it, I think Jason always cared. So if you look at the yeah. why he's a degenerate, it's not because he doesn't care, it's because he is fighting against this image that he always has. Mm-hmm. And then that scene where he's like, Let's run away from each other um, I feel like he was hesitant, right? Like, Kimberly was on board, let's run away, and he's like, oh, are you testing me, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's more of, like, a quippy, like, playful thing. Um, for, like, the way I read it, I think he, in his heart, always cared. He just was incapable of showing it. Again, because he's, like, fighting this personality of himself. 
we're reaching the like the uh, end of our hour. Let's talk about final thoughts. Let's talk about the cameo. Um, really, really important. Which cameo? There's so many. Cameo of <laughs> actor yeah. Tommy and actor Kimberly. <clears throat> yes. Yes. Did, yes. Yes. Tommy and Kimberly, presumably a couple, which is nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's very nice that they are presumably a couple. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, did I say the wrong thing? Oh, yeah, oh a, it took me a second. It's too, yeah. <laughs> too much to unpack there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh-oh. I didn't even think about that actually. Even like yeah. as many times as I've seen this movie, I did not think of it that way. I was just like, oh, it's a cameo. I did not think of it like, oh, they're like standing there like they're a couple. Yeah, they're standing next to each other. The weird thing happens and they look at each other first. They're also so, like, like in. The, it's so funny because that shot's funny because they are in their colors and like everything else is this very like gray mm-hmm. tone. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, early, <laughs> it's very the, weird. The, the early 2010s, uh, you know, like sat- desaturated. Yeah, movie. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everything yeah. else is like very just gray and there's just like they're, they're pink and green, just like, oh, there it is. They're actually in another cameo, um, but it was cut from the movie. Like, so it's in a deleted okay. scene. The scene where uh, Kimberly and Trini are doing the like, the, playing the game with the, the donut piece during yeah, the montage oh, yeah, so there's like a shot of the two of them watching the two of the the, the girls so uh, oh, yeah cute. i love that yeah so i don't know if I it was implying was like oh up. we're rangers who know what's going on i was curious that's what i started to think i was like oh is that what yeah. it is or they're just observing two people do weird things with a piece of donut <laughs> i would observe that too for sure that's true yeah that's <laughs> really good at it and also, mm-hmm. that was a cute, like, relationship moment with between Kimberly and Trini. Mm-hmm. And they're becoming friends. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's say, in conclusion, final thoughts, Akio. In conclusion, I really liked this movie. Uh, I think I'm going to turn the brightness up and the saturation <laughs> up next time I watch it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm glad you're going to watch it again, because it's definitely worth a rewatch. We know our opinion. We're definitely five, mm-hmm. five stars for us. Yeah. <laughs> Full five. This one flips between uh, number one and number two for me. Oh, Movies so, of all time? Yeah, this oh, is like wow. one of my... Because I think I, it's, for me, it's like my my like top my top five or top three list is like not movies that are like I think are perfect, but like movies that have like changed my life. You know, yeah, and this movie that's a good... has like okay. changed my life drastically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it completely mm-hmm. com- again. Like I think I said it earlier, but it like completely shifted my way of thinking about Power Rangers. Like moving forward in the fandom, and I'm like, this is I've never looked. I've never looked at Power Rangers the same since. And with how with how big like that piece of media is to my life, it's like. Well, this is kind of life changing for me, right? Like it's because it, it, it does it does encapsulate a lot of things that I feel about Power Rangers now. Yeah, yeah. that's why it's going to be interesting with the reboot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, which breaks my heart, like nail in the coffin. Um, yeah. I was like, maybe we can get the same actors from that, but maybe it could be like, but no. Um, it'll be interesting. It's like a completely different company, right? Like has like it's Hasbro yes. now. Yeah. Yes. Hasbro, yeah. Um, I did see a tweet. There, I, I think they're all still friends. I know Becky G and Noemi Scott still like they joke on Twitter about like remaking Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about anybody else that like talks, but like it's 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 the, the movie's a cult classic for sure. Yeah, like, it's gonna live forever in the Power Rangers fandom, whether people like it or not. Yeah, Lenny Lin also would love to have a sequel, but he like knows 
it's not gonna happen. Yeah. He's like, it says, a boy can dream was his exact words. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's it for this week. We'll be doing our regularly scheduled episodes, uh, except for, you know, the anniversary that's coming Woo! out next week. So we'll do a special episode for that. We're all gonna watch it. We're all very hyped. It'll be definitely interesting for Akko who has missed Years and years and years of knowledge. Oh, yeah. 29 and a half years of misknowledge. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how much there are... will be to that, though. Like, Yeah, we'll, yeah, see. Yeah. we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, I, I know about Billy and Zach and Rita. There you go. Hopefully, yeah. you don't need to know more than that. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Not too much. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's going to be fun. We're super excited. Until next time, I'm Minhas. I'm joined with Akil, Nick, and Nev. Take care, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Once a ranger, always a ranger.